0: This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe.
1: Mount Everest. Oh, boy. What do you think about Mount Everest?
2: I think that people are climbing it in record numbers. <laughs> My understanding is people, you just, super easy to climb up it now.
1: Well, I don't know that I would go that far.
2: <laughs> well, they said there's people with lines. It's like a line going up, a line going down.
1: There, yeah, there usually is. There's always. It's been like a line. it's.
2: I'm I'm assuming it's not that easy, or it's pretty easy then if there's.
1: It's not easy. I don't believe you. <laughs>
2: Isn't there a dead dude you have to walk over?
1: Uh, yeah. How it's... do you know nothing about Mount Everest?
2: I don't listen to hip hop. Okay. I don't...
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, it's not easy to climb. Yes, it is. That's why people die.
2: Old people. Well, that guy died. He wasn't ready. There's
1: more than one, you dumb dumb. No, there's not. (laughs) (laughs) Just shut his mic off. I'm done. I can't deal with it. (laughs) Is that what you sound like in the shower? No, I don't even make the noise. So a lot of avid hikers and climbers have a romanticized view of someday hiking Mount Everest, but in reality, it's really hard, it's really expensive, and it's really gross. Have you ever wondered how climbers relieve themselves as they spend weeks climbing up and down Mount Everest? Well, the answer is, much like camping in the woods, you just find a spot and go. And it's become a huge, stinky problem. So authorities have announced a new rule where climbers will have to clean up after themselves, so that means picking up their poo put it in a bag and carry it with them until they get back to base camp, which is. Hold on. Like a dog.
2: There's a dead body up there, but they want you to pick up the poop.
1: They can't get the dead bodies out because it's too hard and it would be um, hazardous for the rescue crew.
2: Oh, because. Because
1: they're frozen into the mountain.
2: A b- couple blowtorches, but yank them out.
1: That's not. Can you just read about Mount Everest so you stop asking the stupidest (laughs) questions?
2: Anyway. They seem pretty intelligent to me. (laughs) I bet they do. I'm very curious why they just can't pull a human body off there. (laughs) Well, there's all kinds of garbage up there. There's
1: oxygen tanks. It's a whole thing. Oh, that's what I heard. Yeah.
2: I saw some pictures.
1: So um, anyway, it sounds unpleasant, but there really isn't an alternative. The trails are filled with poop. It's even visible on rocks in people's photos of the scenery. And of course, due to the extreme temperatures, it's just a poo sickle. So it doesn't degrade, it just sits there. A local organization estimates that there are around three tons of human poop between the bottom of Everest and the summit. It isn't just a bad look, you know, poop makes people sick. Yeah. Duh. When the snow melts, it gets into water and the particles get blown around in the air that the climbers are breathing. <laughs> you paid a hundred thousand dollars to get sick the new plan is to force climbers to buy two special poop bags at camp they contain chemicals and powders that solidify human waste and make it mostly odorless and they're also made in the good old usfa the bags will then be checked and cleaned when the climbers return to camp they didn't really detail how do you get the waste into the bag so maybe they're big enough to just poop into directly I don't know but yeah the big poop problem on Mount Everest
2: yeah, that's crazy. hmm I'm like, I mean, there's that many people, and they just leave stuff up there. It's like- Yes. What the- can't they just fly a helicopter, just come down, grab something, no. take them out? Why not?
1: Because of the conditions. What aren't no. you understanding? I guess
2: there's cooler places to, let, you know, be buried. Yeah. And well, it's not That's pretty cool.
1: Um, you get well, visited every day. <clears throat> not every day, because it's not open to hike every day. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And there's, uh, what was I watching?
2: I don't know. I'm, like, looking at these bodies, and they're just, like, in spots that you, I don't know. (laughs) One of them I see is precarious. Um, I'm like, how did you end up there?
1: What the hell was the documentary I watched? I'm going to try to find it here. Uh, (laughs) Hello, JJO. I'd be up on
0: the top of that mountain ready for this.
1: I I don't know. You know what I find most interesting about Nate is that there is a woman that is married to him, and she has sex with him.
2: And understands what he's saying?
1: That just proves there's someone for everybody. <laughs> if, if Nate can find someone to tolerate his, his <laughs> shenanigans, there's somebody out there that'll love you. Trust me. Um, so Aftershock was the documentary on Netflix. Highly recommend you watch that. It'll answer a lot of your questions about Mount Everest and why uh, they can't do certain things. Um, but that's about the Everest and Nepal earthquake. And, uh, yeah, that was really cool. And that, I don't know. I was watching, like, Avalanche and then Society of the Snow. I was on this whole yeah kick with snow.
2: Yeah, I don't, <laughs> not me. I hate it so much. I hate snow. I don't mind cold. I just hate snow. And, you know... I always wonder why you'd want to do that. Just go up to the top of Mount Everest just to say what yes, you did. That's it, it is a
1: status thing.
2: That is Well, dumb. for
1: some of them, like <clears throat> one of the dudes that they interviewed for the Aftershock thing on, on Netflix, he all he does is climb. He's a climber, he, yeah, he's yeah. a guide, whatever. And he had been to Everest a lot of times and he likes taking new people up there. There's just some people that like. Right. Being that person. They like being the teacher, the coach, the whatever. And so that was kind of his gig. A lot of these people, it's like a lifelong goal. It gets set in their head when they're young and they just.
2: I want to do that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Another one of the people, it was, I think it was after she graduated college or she was getting ready to graduate college. And she needed, she wanted to set like a goal, Mm -hmm. something to do. And that was her goal. And so she just worked towards it and How about five cheeseburgers
2: in three I, minutes. I, yeah. yeah, you know. <laughs> something good and easy something that's what you good. can do right there. Totally. I mean, yeah, I don't see the, the thrill of just walking up a hill. No, it's right, is, it is now not we're coming for back me. down.
1: No, and it's really hard and it's really scary. There yeah. you know, and there are parts of it there's it's I can't remember what it's called, Glacier Falls or something. Where it's ladders set up, right, and you have to cross over these ladders, they're set up like a bridge, and you can hear the glacier moving underneath you, so if you, and if you fall there, that's you're done, they're not rescuing you, you're just dying there
2: this, okay, and this annoys me because when I watch those free climbers and stuff and Mm -hmm. they fall, I I laugh almost I'm like, (laughs) sorry for you dummy, you know why because if you're dumb enough to put that risk, right I have no sympathy for you. If you're like that dude that would climb the sides of buildings and he fell finally and yeah. wherever, I was like, I don't feel bad for you. You had to put your life at risk all the time. Yeah. I mean, what the? It's that little means little to you.
1: Especially there's harnesses.
2: Yeah. And you there just. There are safety. Well, I need Yeah. Those free climbers. I'm like, I do not yeah. feel bad at all.
1: So that one dude that did that free climbed El Capitan or whatever. Mm hmm. He actually doesn't have the fear part, the the portion of your brain that feels fear and, like, self-preservation no, in man. him is really small.
2: Sounds like a James Bond you bad know? guy.
1: So, yeah, so he, that's why, because it's stuff that, like, you know, sure that you can overcome fear mentally, yeah. but sometimes you're so scared your body Freezes, doesn't yeah, work fight or the flight. way it yeah. needs to, you know? And so that's why he's able to do all that free climbing because his body isn't kicking into that gear.
2: That's just. It
1: never gets that scared.
2: Well, it will once you start. <laughs> ah! You'll wily coyote off of a cliff and it'll be over.
1: But the garbage, the dead bodies, and the poop on Everest, I, I don't know. And I get yeah. like the the people from Nepal, the Sherpas, that's how they make. They're living and they make good money. I get it. It's, you know, economic stimulation for them. But at some point in time, (laughs) are we going to get over it? Is there going to, you know, is there going to be? I don't know. Where we're like, hey, this is just really bad for the mountain.
2: Yeah. You know, it's just, well, you think (laughs) we should be doing that across all the oceans and everything. So I think uh, I don't think it matters at this point. I think we're gonna.
1: Oh, I yeah.
2: We'll set her ablaze and. <laughs> <Yeah>. you
1: <laughs> yeah. know, uh, I've recently given up hope, and it feels pretty good. It actually. does. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, um... as,
2: you know, get <laughs> my kid, as long as my kid can live <laughs> into it and feel comfortable, I tell them just end it there, man. Don't get any kids. End it there. That way we don't have to worry about another generation. Mm, then you could mm. just be like, what's well, your problem? No, I...
1: Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I've, I've given up on. Uh, Fixing our political system here, nope. and I've given up on on the hope that I mean, we, we would shouldn't do just have to. better for the planet. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll do better, but I know that there's people out there that are purposely doing worse, which is yeah. just like why tossing
2: garbage out of a window, right?
1: Yeah, totally. My
2: ex-wife did that once, and I about oh my, I flipped out.
1: I can't. I don't understand <laughs> I litter box. Out
2: a whole bag of garbage. And I know because I talked to Logan, she's done it after that. And I'm like, I don't know where this Ohio mentality comes. (laughs) But I was absolutely livid. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, it was like pounded into her head in like second grade with all those film strips about not being a litter bug.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. The crying Native American. (laughs) (laughs) Throw the garbage at
0: his feet. Replay today, the J.J.O. Morning Show podcast get up with Johnny and D J J O
1: Lance is down the rabbit hole Yeah This is what I hap- I know like whenever we talk about Everest on the show I go down a similar rabbit hole about all the people that have died there
2: Yeah so it, well, apparently that sleeping beauty had the you know that was as I was reading into it
1: She's the first female to reach the right. summit first American female to reach the summit of Everest without oxygen Right right Well without a tank Right. Clearly, sh- she was still breathing for a bit. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So she had went up there, and then there was other climber, a couple climbers, Woodall and Kathy O'Dowd. Uh, they were making their way to uh, their their own attempt at reaching the summit. When they were shocked to come across what they had first taken as a frozen body, decked out in purple jacket. After seeing the body spasm violently, they realized that unfortunate was the uh, the actual she was actually alive. This was uh, the Sleeping Beauty girl. Uh, after they approached the woman to see if they could help her, the couple got another shock when they recognized the purple-cladded climber was Francis Arnestev, or Arnestev uh, had been in their tent for tea at the base camp. O'Dowd recalled how Arnestev wasn't an obsessive type of climber. She spoke a lot about her son and her home. Uh, when well, Do you think she, she would have thought about that? Like, why would I put myself in danger if I have a kid? Anyway, Um Thousands of feet in the air that uh, Francis Sarnas said was the only able to repeat three phrases. Don't leave me. Why are you doing this to me? And I'm an American. The couple were quickly realized that although she was still conscious, she was actually speaking. She wasn't really speaking at all. It was only like she was repeating things on autopilot. Like she was stuck on a re- like a record. Um, she had succumbed to frostbite, which rather just had distorted her face with botchy. Instead of like botchy redness, it had turned her skin hard and white. The effect gave her a smooth features of wax figure and so that led Odell to remark that she, the fallen climber looked like Sleeping Beauty. So he's the one that actually gave her the, yeah. the nickname too. So the you know, obviously the headlines took that and ran with it. Conditions came so dangerous that Woodall and Odowd were forced to abandon Arnestev fearing for their own lives. There was no place for sentiment on Everest although it may seem that the couple abandoned her. Uh, to a cruel death that they made the practical decisions. There's no way that they could carry her down without them or with them when they wanted to avoid becoming two more gruesome signposts on the mountain, right. you know, themselves. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. The burial, I mean, what the cool part of this was that,
1: uh, <clears throat> dude came back.
2: Yeah. Sergey's remains were found. So the, the husband that, that apparently went up there were found following year by Paul Stefano. Yeah, and the, gu- had- the guy came back, you know, um, to, the, to.
1: the husband fell trying to rescue the wife. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so yeah. Oh, you have a kid at home. Why don't both of the parents go and rescue? Yeah, lives? that's some anyway. of the. Anyway,
2: it's so crazy. But the guy came back up. Yeah. Uh, 2007 would all led an expedition to give Francis Ionescu a more dignified burial. So he went back up with a team, managed to locate her body, wrapped her in an American flag, and moved her uh, far from where cameras could find her. Yeah. So she's no longer a.
1: There. Oh yeah.
2: So the guy went back up there. That's kind of like a movie.
1: Should be a movie.
2: Yeah. And then the first comment was like, I guess she showed her son who was afraid <laughs> that she would be in extreme danger where her real priorities were.
1: Oh, yeah. Ouch. What about the dad? No one's blaming the dad?
2: Well, you know. <laughs> that, that,
1: that figures. <laughs> that, that, the math adds up on that for sure. All right. Well, so it turns out hiking Everest, not so easy. I've never
0: seen you in a slice To you it's just a dream It's all
1: Today is National Pizza Day. I love it. Um, I'm coming up Sunday. We're about to order a lot of it. Domino's alone expects to sell around 2 million pizzas for Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah. Taylor Swift fans, if you remember right. That's 30% more than a normal Sunday. They say the most popular topping will be... Peps. Again, yeah. Uh, Wings are a popular Super Bowl option, too. Buffalo Wild Wings say they'll sell around $11 making it their biggest wing day of the year. Some of us don't plan on ordering anything, though. A new poll found that one in four Super Bowl viewers will order food. 57% will just make stuff at home. And 14% don't plan to eat at all during the game. But back to pizza.
2: Or even watch it.
1: A few more stats and facts for National Pizza Day. Grubhub says cheese pizza sees a bigger bump in sales than any other food during the Super Bowl. Up 624%. Wings are next at 615% increase. Damn. Oof. Uh 2023 poll found our favorite, five favorite toppings are pepperoni, sausage, extra cheese, mushrooms, and chicken, and pineapple is now the sixth most popular topping in America.
2: Oh. Very nice. Oh,
1: very nice.
2: I wonder if they do donut topped. I'm sure somebody pizza. somewhere did. I mean, pizza, you could pretty much throw anything on top of it. Yeah. You know? They have the... Uh, I'm
1: going to do donuts on a breakfast pizza.
2: Ooh. Donut pieces? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, 73% of us eat pizza at least a few times a month. Only 3% said once a year at most. 0% of us said we never eat pizza. That's awesome. So yeah. every single American <laughs> eats pizza.
2: Except for my brother.
1: Uh, he's eaten pizza
2: before. He doesn't. He, he. It's very, 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 very rare. But he does. Well, he has, right. doesn't mean you do all the time. What is the what is the stipulation on that? Does that mean that, you know, you
1: consistently- 0% of Americans say they have never ate pizza. Oh, well. Right. I don't know. Jesus, what are you? Are you <laughs> effing Danger Jr. over there? For Christ's sake. 19% of us don't eat the crust, but a uh, thin crust is our favorite type. I will say Domino's has been putting this garlic- Stuff on the crust, and it's fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like this garlic herb blend of freaking goodness. It's amazing. You
2: know who you can't sleep on is uh, Little Caesars.
1: Oh, yeah, dude.
2: You can't sleep. I know they're the, you know, oh, it's cheap, but it's not. It tastes good. And their pan style is fantastic.
1: I've never had their pan style, but I do. Oh, it's good. If you reheat Little Caesars pizza the next day in a skillet, the crust is Phenomenal oh. Oh, yeah. It's amazing I like I mean, It's almost better Reheated in the skillet um, Adam Schroeder says I've never been asked For one of these surveys Well have you ever Eaten pizza Are you the one American See, That's I never told you. Eaten pizza uh, So there you go There's all kinds Of specials Happening too Because The big game And also because Of uh, National Pizza Day So I'm sure If you have the apps For whatever Domino's Pizza Hut I, does Little Caesars have an app? I'm sure they do. Um, I'm sure you can find some sort of special.
2: I just had Gem City. Oh, dude. It's one of yeah. a modern account, so we were up there, and I'm like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to have lunch after I do work.
1: Mm-hmm. We were up in the Dells and almost did a little side trip to get Gem City, but I had to get back home. Oh, man. Next time. It's so good. So that good. and I got to shout out Mount Vernon Tap. Yep.
0: Every time. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts.
1: And only three countries in the world don't use the metric
0: system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. What did I do on
0: Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call The something. JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D Nowhere but JJO. You know, that was
2: pretty quick.
1: Smells weird.
2: Although you got...
1: Well, it's lavender, mm -hmm. but but it's not... It's like lavender with a...
2: She's smelling my underwear, by the way, if you can't see.
1: There's another smell in there, and I can't place it. (laughs) Lavender with, like, new plastic.
2: Smells like, yeah. Yeah. Shoe cleaner. Nailed it. Shoe cleaner?
1: It smells like shoe cleaner.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You you good now? I'm good.
1: It was... (laughs) I had to pee, and there was a limited time, and so I was like hustling to the bathroom, and I dropped my phone. It was a whole friggin' production, and then so I didn't have time to wash my hands, so I had to come back in. And it's not like we're in there. It's different with women. I mean, unless you're a real sloppy bitch. How I so? don't know. Because, dudes, you go in there, and you have to touch your wiener. Yeah. Yeah. And we can go in there, and we don't have to touch it.
2: Well, sometimes you don't have to. You can kind of just let it guide okay whatever (laughs) fine
1: most times you have to touch it sure but with women it's not like we're in there slapping our flaps around not the flap slap (laughs) (laughs) are you touching water
2: with those things yet
1: (laughs) (laughs) and so i will argue i mean being in the bathroom is gross anyway so you should wash your hands every time i get it thank you but if i'm giving a free pass i'm gonna give it to a woman that peed before I'm gonna give it to a man that peed because you got dick hands. But I oh. came in here and I was like, clam hand. And yeah, I he's it. like, Oh man,
2: she got her labia caught underneath the t- toilet bowl seat. Oh my god, that one hurt.
1: <laughs> Jeez Louise, that would hurt. Oh, uh, that reminds me of that story we had at the lady that got the bad plastic surgery. Oh yeah, oh, yeah.
2: Doesn't that didn't, yeah, she had like the they cut labia off too much. Plastic. Yeah, and started, he started did her vagina look like Fire Marshal Bill's I'm
1: sorry,
2: mouth? I like it. I, I <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> That's what I pictured. Her mouth to look like
1: I cannot believe. I can't believe you're in a committed
2: relationship with
1: <laughs> Let's say yeah, don't that know. you've got No wonder why she works all the time. I would too. Be like, God, whatever it takes to get you're away from that the- guy. Oh, I love it. All right. So uh, Valentine's Day. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh,
1: Just around the corner. Uh, Dude, there's a new thing. now. everyone thinks chocolates, right? Yeah. Which is great. I'm into that. Oh, hey. uh, Speaking of chocolates for Valentine's Day, get that box of chocolates uh, Bach from the vintage and get yourself some strawberries and that is a delicious together.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but somebody's putting, for some reason, broccoli infused chocolate on the market.
2: Broccoli infused oh, chocolate.
1: A broccoli grower in the UK called Tenderstem partnered with a chocolate company. They're calling it Tender Chalk. Brock Chalk seems better. <laughs> Each box has nine pieces of dark chocolate filled with a b- blend of cream and pureed broccoli.
2: Yuck. I like broccoli. Don't get me wrong, but there's things that should go with. But if I'm going to trust anybody, it's not going to be a British person's tongue because they have their food tastes like styrofoam. Right. It's like
1: um. So it's kind of like you think about like a cherry cordial.
2: Sure, it's those like are that. great. It's, I love those.
1: It's like that, but broccoli. No.
2: I mean, yeah, crunching into that—is it cooked? Or is it like you? Oh well, punch- yeah,
1: it's a puree. It's a creamy puree. Assuming they didn't that's use disgusting. raw broccoli. Yeah. Um, they should
2: put marsh uh, uh, mushrooms in them then. Chocolate covered mushrooms.
1: <laughs> well, th- <laughs> mushroom chocolates are a thing, but that's different.
2: Isn't that truffles?
1: Uh, no, it's psychedelic mushrooms. Oh. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Rocky, by the way. Um, so they only made a limited number of boxes and only people in the UK can enter to win them. Thank God. Keep them. Um, I'd, I'm trying to think of other vegetables that would be more appropriate. Like,
2: there isn't a vegetable that would maybe a pea pod, sugar snap pea pod.
1: Like what? Is, what would it? Like sweet, Dylan s- eats like sweet potato, but that's tuber.
2: Yeah. It's a tuber. Still. Um, is a tuber in? Isn't that in a vegetable family? I don't know. I think it would be. It's a plant based. You know. But tuger. I think, oh. I can't even think of any vegetable. They fall
1: under was... the root vegetable umbrella. But not all root vegetables are tubers.
2: Okay. Well, there you go. Thank you. Oh, I don't think there's any vegetable that could go well with.
1: With dark chocolate? No.
2: There well, like one. you think
1: about like a mole sauce is like chocolate.
2: Holy, mole, mole. <laughs> mole, mole. Mole, mole, mole. Mole. And chop it up and make some guacamole. <laughs> um, no, 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 Triggered. No. <laughs> there's
1: keywords you can't say around us. Uh, so that And that's like chocolate, like a chocolate sauce. And you put it, in it with chicken, you know.
2: Chicken and chocolate?
1: It's a mo- haven't you ever had a mole sauce before? No. Okay. So there's got to be, I don't know, you'd think. <laughs> I'm like, what about asparagus? <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> Yuck. You're so disturbed. Yeah, um, there isn't anything. There's not one yeah, vegetable that should be touched with chocolate ever. And if somebody could think of one.
1: I'm into the sweet and savory mix I am together. too.
2: Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I agree with you. But Yeah.
1: So there has to be some combination that would be good. And a dark chocolate is more bitter, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And the only reason I'm saying sweet potato is because, like, we put... Like the marshmallow stuff on them, and then we'll do the sweet potato casserole that's like you know, all sugar basically.
2: So, what's the difference between a f- I mean, if it's if you're saying it's, it's growing on something, a fruit and a vegetable is it just the seeds? I think it's the seeds, yeah, it's the seeds because then
1: what makes something a fruit,
2: yeah, it has to be seeds because that's why they argue about a tomato being a fruit or not. It's a vegetable, but, it's a fruit, it's not yeah, vegetable. yeah, so
1: okay. Um,
2: Chocolate-covered tomatoes?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do not like that at all. No, I don't want the chocolate with the tomato. Fruits and vegetables are classified from both a botanical and culinary standpoint. Botanically, fruits and vegetables are classified depending on which part of the plant they come from. Mm -hmm. A fruit develops from the flower of a plant while the other parts of the plant are categorized as vegetables. Fruits contain seeds, while vegetables consist of roots, stems, and leaves. So is a pumpkin a fruit?
2: Yeah, it would technically be fruit because you have this seeds inside And it inside comes it. from the flower. Right. Yeah. Pumpkin might not be bad with chocolate. That That's a good one. That one, I think but you may have... But it's a fruit. Well, that's probably why.
1: Some bitch. That's
2: probably why. It's
1: like the greatest mystery of all time. What
2: vegetables oh.
1: should go with? Ah!
2: What about like carrot cake? Carrots.
1: Okay. Okay. We're getting somewhere. Yeah, totally.
2: Um, <laughs> Yuck. Caramelized onions and, and chocolate.
1: <laughs> Oof. Okay. Some other common <laughs> examples of fruits that are mistaken for vegetables include squish squash. Um, avocados. Chocolate avocado. Yuck. Uh, Cucumbers. Peppers. Peppers are fruits.
2: Yeah. Well, they got seeds in the inside. Yeah. Yeah, It comes off of...
1: Eggplants, olives. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Pea pods and the zooks. I do love zucchinis.
2: So wait, does that mean like a cashew? Because that's technically a seed. That's a nut. Well, right, but it comes off the tree, but it's got a seed in it, right?
1: Oh my God, what is... my whole world.
2: <laughs> a cashew is encased. It's a seed of the... The
1: fruits of the cashew, almond, and pistachio yeah. plants are not true nuts, but are rather classified as droops.
2: <laughs> I got a case of the droops. <laughs> I
1: knew you was like that. Droops are fruits that are fleshy on the outside and contain a shell covering a seed on the inside. You have a think shell out of your brain.
2: You know, I was just talking about this... Uh, uh, Parkside and McFarland with some people. We were talking about uh, what, you know, we, a soup, cereal's a soup, right? Yeah. We said that before. And then we were like, well, is a technically a hot dog a taco then? Because it depends on if the bread breaks. Because if you split it open and you just pull it open, it's like a pita pocket, which in turn would be yes. like I've, a taco.
1: I have heard the taco argument.
2: Mm-hmm. However, Um, however, the second you break that bread, it becomes a sandwich.
1: Well, and I'll argue to be a taco, it has to be a thinner bread.
2: That and one full piece. Yeah. So I would say that no. Right. Still a sandwich. Yeah.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. It's the one thing we agree on. That's right. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) So it says here other uh, naturally sweeter flavor veggies include beets, carrots, rutabagas, and turnips.
2: Oh, wait. What about somebody, I'm looking at some of the people that were talking, like Jason, William, and Jack. They said, how about chocolate-covered pickles?
1: Okay, I would try that.
2: Because it's got the salt, sweet and savory. Yeah. That may...
1: And what if you did, like, a sour pickle (laughs) with that?
2: mm -hmm. Then you're getting There's all the three, in the, the trifecta. Yeah, dude. And, and Will farmer said celery, celery and chocolate. Okay. That I couldn't, I can could see that. That's I okay. See it's because celery's not so obtusive. You know, it's that it, it, you can. Right. Yeah, and then obviously <laughs> that was not. It's not. But bacon obviously goes. Yeah. Well, with chocolate, but it does. That's. Go that's well with chocolate. I mean, bacon goes with everything, but.
1: But broccoli seems offensive. And so yeah. does cauliflower. And you want to know why? Because broccoli burps are so bad. They're mouth farts. Oh yeah. And then yeah. when you
2: like cook it, it just smells like death.
1: Mhm. I had mm-hmm.
2: broccoli. I was eat- that's what I was eating for a long time. Was broccoli
0: and hard-boiled eggs.
1: Oh god. <laughs> nope.
0: So nope. I've never felt better in my life. <laughs> right, I'm sure. <laughs> Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate and subscribe. To the JJO Morning Show podcast, get up with Johnny and D JJO. Oh yeah, I have some Super Bowl I should stuff. Should let with you the... work over there
1: instead of just <laughs> irritate me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if it's as easy
2: as running up Mount Everest, I guess we could do that. So there's, a, co- <laughs> there's a couple of things that I was like I was looking at through the Super Bowl happening this weekend, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> The luxury suites that they have, the menu, was revealed, and it includes, like, Wagyu hot dogs, crab legs, and more. Wait,
1: why would you do hot dogs with Wagyu?
2: I don't know. The hot dog sandwich. So the the Super Bowl guests are truly in for a phase this year. The VIP fans watching the big game at the or Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas on Sunday will be treated to a tasty selection of offerings on the menu, including those, like I said, Wagyu hot dogs, uh, crab legs, and seafood towers. Um, that are served in the luxury suites. The uh, Allegiant Stadium has partnered with Las Vegas Raiders and Levy Restaurants to create unforgettable dining experience for all guests with a packed menu delivered in-house by the Silver and Black Hospitality Team. Among the menu uh, options include the luxury suites, which were reportedly priced at $2.5 million for a luxury suite. Uh, I got some other numbers for what they're, they're anticipating. You
1: know what? It feels like... You're doing a Wagyu hot dog just because you're rich and you're like, I can't eat a regular hot dog. I do not see the advantage of doing a Wagyu hot dog.
2: No, it doesn't make any sense. Because
1: you're just chopping it up.
2: And the little pieces and then stick. Yeah, it's just so you could say Wagyu. Yeah. And then that's it. I I don't trust any of these clowns. Uh, They have the Vegas Greatest Shrimp Cocktail Tower. Welcome to the Las Vegas Grand Supper. Uh, Sin City's crab legs with fried rice Lobster, steak Gruyere, Robster? Yeah, robster uh, Steak <laughs> shitty walk That's why right I saw Sin City King Sin oh, Shitty. You can't, nope No, I can, I'm not doing anything Just a Gruyere quesadillas you
1: <laughs> Gruyere are one, quesadillas, man You are one gaslighting mofo <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> It's a gift uh, <laughs> really? And then, they... <laughs> and then
1: you fine-tuned that skill. You just bored with it? I got it, Neil.
2: Okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it on lockdown. Uh, breakfast for dinner, which is one of my favorites.
1: Dude, it's just Brinner. You
2: Yeah, so they includes buttermilk, fried chicken with waffles and syrup. So they go from the Wagyu hot dogs. You know. Specialty dishes also served during the game, provide a glamorous Vegas steakhouse experience for attendees. Dishes include the footlong wag- foot long. Wagyu beef hot dogs, surf and turf nachos with filet mignon, lobster, and queso blanco. That's Spanish for white cheese.
1: It's blanco, actually.
2: Blanco. That's what I said. You said blanco. No, I didn't. I said blanco. No, you didn't. You said uh, blanco. Stop it. You can record and listen <laughs> to it. The ultimate seafood stuffed potato with mac and cheese, and the Sunday Sunday grilled uh, grilled donut for those who are serious sweet tooth. Yeah. Guests can snack for a great value for two ninety nine dollars hot dogs, nachos, and sodas from the stadium's popular Deal's house. Mm. So they must have like a little spot for the pores, you know? <laughs> and then... Uh, <clears throat> you! Over there! <laughs> Get over there, you new balance shoe-wearing son of a bitch. <laughs> Feels so they about have, right. So here's some other numbers that go along with that ridiculousness. <clears throat> They have a Las Vegas Convention Center, and visitors' authority expect the bill of hosting the event to cost sixty million. Oof. In return, Las Vegas will see an economic benefit from around one billion. So that's a pretty good turnaround. Thirty-second spot on this year's costs. How much do you think a thirty-second uh, spot on this year's game? Wow, well, commercial. I'm bad at this. Take two, a guess.
1: Two million dollars.
2: Five million more than that. Seven million dollars. Yeah. It's and I can as... tell
1: you, an accountant, because look how quick he did that.
2: <laughs> Yeah, dude. And, <laughs> and despite the eye-popping cost, uh, they sold out all the slots a weeks ahead of the yeah. game. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah.
1: Um, so we got a Texan uh, uh, listener did a Wagyu tenderloin on vacation in Florida, and it was worth a penny of the 150 I paid for it. That being said, I know it was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I agree. I would totally do a Wagyu steak. Yeah. on a vacation or a special occasion and i think i have had it i think i had it when we were at Les Trois. Les Trois. um but to grind up the tenderloin and put it in a tube and you know how much i love tubed meat
2: mm-hmm. it just seems like a but
1: it just seems like it's the nitrates uh, it just seems like a waste of a wagyu
2: yeah i mean you're taking it out of its natural Habitat. <laughs> Making it something it's Lucking not. it from its natural <laughs> habitat.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I it just whatever. It's absurd.
2: Yeah. It's, so yeah, the NFL is expecting approximately two two hundred million viewers to tune into the Super Bowl. That's based on ratings from last year's audience. But I think with Taylor Swift it might drop because everybody hates her. The Brads, Chads, and Dads.
1: The Bro Flakes?
2: Yeah. So um let's see here. Super Bowl. This Super Bowl holds the record for, well, no, wait, this is an old Super Bowl. The ones with the Los Angeles Rams and Pittsburgh Steelers holds the record for attendance by 103,985 people at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Uh, that's because of what people could afford to go to it. That's probably why. The Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas has a capacity of 65,000, but is expect- is expandable to 71,000. How? I don't know. They must be stacking people on top of each other. They squish You're the like, pores. they
1: stand behind this pole. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh well, most expensive Super Bowl ticket on StubHub uh as of January 29th was listed at $89,100. Oh my
1: god. Cuz that went up because I checked uh before that and it was like 60,000.
2: So dumb. The average yeah, that uh you think about that and then people that, you know, are sitting there that can't eat that are having problems with the and there's people just oh, I'm going to go do this and just drink with friggin' people I don't even like. Right, it's so disgusting. The average cost of ticket on another resale site at uh, Vivid Seats is going for eight thousand five hundred and fifty-four. So that's not bad.
1: <clears throat> the, the yeah, us poorers accepted a long time ago that we're not. Mm-hmm. This is not a game for us to attend.
2: Yeah, oh, look, this is the numbers that we were talking about food-wise. With avocados, which is weird. Super Bowl is number one consumption uh, uh, occasion for avocados, according to guacamole. the Guacamole! Yep, an estimated 250 million pounds of avocados will be eaten during the game. That's enough to uh, avocados to cover an entire football field with uh, 75 feet of guacamole. Or 75 feet of guacamole, yeah, it's crazy. 1.5 billion chicken wings expected to be consumed. Yeah, it's um, a bad going to be a chicken. Yeah, 8 million pounds of chips expected to be snacked on. Uh, ooh, this is a good one. Taylor Swift will wrap up her show in Tokyo Dome on February 10th and fly 8,900 miles to Las Vegas in her private jet uh, to see boyfriend Travis Kelsey play yeah. in the Super Bowl. Her carbon footprint is nine ninety one thousand seven hundred and fifty two pounds.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. Pretty cool. Uh, good thing she does charity stuff to offset that really, really terrible part of her.
2: Uh Uh-huh. That sounds cool.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I... Hold on. You guys are really bad at saying wagyu. 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 How do you say it, Blake? Say it to me!
2: Yeah, how about that?
1: Wagyu.
2: Wagyu. Say
1: the dang why. Wagyu.
2: I'm doing it wrong. Here. We'll see if it says, if it has, like, the Google. Oh,
1: here we go. I feel like I have to do this every time we talk about
2: Wagyu. Wagyu. Here, ready? Okay. All right.
1: Wagyu. Wagyu.
2: And we'll do it slow.
1: Wagyu. Wagyu.
2: Wagyu. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wag you. You know what, dude? Wag you. Wag you.
1: I don't I'm terrible at this.
2: Yeah, I don't want that. It's like uh,
1: saying bag. Bag.
2: Bag. Bag. Milk. Milk. Yeah. Bag? Bag. 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 Yeah. What's wrong with that? You're not saying it right? I don't I've been I don't I right. say it wrong. No, you're right. Rag. Rag, <laughs> why are you emphasizing that A so much? Rag, <laughs> rag. Why do you sound? Why, why do you sound like a gangster from New York?
1: I don't know,
2: rag. Rag, you know, I talk around. I look at the reg.
1: I don't know. Rag. Rag. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard.
0: The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO. Or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.